Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parenting podcast. The world we live in can be a challenging place to raise your teenager. And if you have one in your home, you're probably navigating those waters very carefully every day. Uh, There is hope, though. You can raise that teen to become responsible, an adult who loves God. I'm John Fuller, along with Danny Huerta, the head of our parenting and youth department. And Danny, parents can get so discouraged, especially when uh, what they're doing, they think it's best, but it leads to trouble with their teen. Um, Offer some encouragement to that parent who's feeling like, I can't do anything right with this kid. Mm. Be patient, uh, John. And that's one of the hardest things for parents. Uh, That's confirmed with with research, with polls of parents, patience is one of the most difficult things. We want to see something either fixed right away or we want to see things go the, exactly the way we want them to go. And with teenagers, they're learning how to make decisions, how to uh, own what they're deciding to do, and that includes their failures. And we know that uh, even in Scripture, we see many teenagers end up getting it down the road. And what you want to be consistent and persistent with is uh, the conversations, the bids for connection towards your teenager, uh, asking questions whenever it's appropriate, uh, encouraging your son or daughter in what they're doing, and mm-hmm. helping them learn who God has created them to be. Yeah. And this is God's child, and you get to be a part of that molding. And, and God is truly molding your child for something down the road. And if they can learn in their weakness that they are strong in Christ, and they learn how to depend on Christ, that's going to really strengthen them. And that takes time. And let's go ahead and hear a little bit more about this uh, progress that we can have with our kids. Uh, Jim Daly and I had a great conversation with Jim Burns, who's the father of three grown daughters. He's written a book called Understanding Your Teen. Jim, welcome back. Great to be with you guys. I uh, I enjoy it so much, and I would just wish I had John Fuller's voice. Yeah, so, no, we I call him that. Butter Voice, by the <laughs> yeah, way. Yeah, it's just so, it's it's just when, remarkable. When John and I are in public, they'll come up and they'll go to John and say, "You have the best radio voice," and then they'll look at me and say, "Who are you?" Uh, exactly. <laughs> you've got the you've got the radio face. No way. <laughs> Thanks a lot, John. We'll talk I, about this I later. I was thinking that, but I wasn't going to say that on the air. John. <laughs> I can take it, boys. Go ahead. Hey, uh, Jim, uh, we. Did did talk last time about marriage, which I really right. appreciated. Mm-hmm. It, it's so important to keep our marriages strong through this journey of being parents of teenagers. And I was trying to uh, identify with those folks that are struggling uh, with teens. I mean, I have teens, John, you have teens. This is part of life. And whether you're a Christian or maybe you're not following Christ, it is a tough period of time and you need to lean into the Lord. And I so appreciated that affirmation yesterday to do that and to realize that on the long term, uh, your kids will be okay, that this isn't who they're going to be for the rest of their lives. And that's sometimes hard to believe when you're in the moment. Yes. And we probably need to put that on our mirror. They will not always be like this. <laughs> yeah. But you know, they're going through a tough time. Oh, and so because true. they're going through a tough time, that often means that we're going through a tough time. Think about this. You have a loved one in your family and they're having a rough go, whatever it is, whatever the age. Well, then that puts uh, tension in the marriage. That puts tension, you know, in the whole family. Well, the teenage years is a tough time. You know, a lot of people, when you ask, how did you like your teenage years? They'll say, I didn't like my teenagers. I'll say to parents, you've got to remember what it was like for you when you were 15. Right. Because they've kind of forgotten that. 
But again, that's why if it's marriage or whether it's our own relationship or our worries and our fears, it's a really unique time. We probably don't speak enough about yeah. that incredible season in life that causes so much um, tension within a family. Now, look, it's true that you might be, as a parent of teens, having a great experience. That can happen. I mean, if someone listening is going, oh, my kid's 12. This is horrible. What's going to happen? It can be a great experience. But we're just saying, by and large, given the way the culture is folding in on our kids and the peer pressures that they have today, it can be very difficult. I mean, let's hope for the best. At the same time, let's you know, expect that there might be a bump in the road because when you know that might be coming, that's actually easier to handle it. Well, in fact, in your book, you mention a friend. I don't know the context. You don't give names. And I'm sure if there are names, they're different names because you would do that. But you talk about this friend whose kids have had all kinds of troubles, drugs and other things. And I, I guess the reason I'm asking about that is that these are good adult parents. These are people who follow the Lord. We touched on it last time, but one of the most difficult things is we come into this with a formula. If we do A plus B plus C, then we get this fantastic child who's going to obey us. They're always going to do what we want. Now, folks, can I just zero you in on the Lord? You know, here he is. He created Adam and Eve. He's got to be the perfect father, right? And here, Adam and Eve make decisions that mess everything up, that they turn their back on their father, their creator. And it should give us a little bit of pause to say, okay, Lord, you were perfect and you didn't have perfect kids. And that's sometimes how we feel as parents. We're pretty good. We're doing things well. We've been Christians for 30 years, but our kids are not in a good place. And the main reason is formulas don't work. No, I'm not a big formula person. And I don't know that the Bible is filled with What's formulas. What's that story of that gentleman and his wife, What the kids that crashed that you use in the book? Well, you know, this family, and I could actually name a number of families who are amazing yeah. people. It's I mean, they really, are, they really are good people. And, uh, you know, their kids didn't go that direction. And they were like, what's wrong with us? And they took a lot of the blame and the pain and the shame and uh, it's not a bad place to start, right? I mean, there may be some things. Sure, there. there's some. You can always say, "What do I need to tweak?" You know, Lord, what are you teaching me through this? But you got to cut that off and say, "Okay, beyond this, I don't see anything." Yes, and then there are. What can I proactively do to help my kid get through this? Because the bottom line is, how do you raise responsible adults who love God? That's the goal. And if you are going to raise responsible adults, you almost want them to skin their knee because that's how we learned. I mean, I learned um, a lot of my you know, strongest growth experiences happened because I skinned my knee, because I made some poor choices, because I said something wrong or I did something wrong, and then I reacted in a better way. So I think the parents have to be there for when they crash. Yeah. And so what I was suggesting to those parents is that as your kids are going through this, don't become a one-topic parent. Don't just focus on their drug and alcohol abuse. Don't just focus on uh, their promiscuity that's taking place sexually, but actually they know what you believe now be there for them because when they crash, not if they crash, but when they crash, you want them to to come back to you and actually to come back to you so that they can get back to God. That's really good insight about failure, helping your teen grow in the right way. But Danny, it's really hard as a mom or a dad to watch our kids make mistakes. And sometimes I think it's hard because we know we have to do some of the mop up. We have to pay the price for Mm -hmm. them recovering from that. You know, it's natural for us to want to spare our kids from their pain, but we really do need to step back and allow them to fail, particularly while they're in the home. That's the best place for that to happen, right? That's right. We're we're all under construction, and we have to keep that in mind. As parents, we need grace, and our kids do as well. 
and they will fail. They'll have moments where they, they're just not at their top. And many times the teenagers already know that. And as parents, we may come in and say, hey, did you notice this? Maybe it was a performance or something that they could have done better, and we have good intentions as parents. But they have moments of failure. Maybe they didn't practice that much. Mm-hmm. Maybe they procrastinated in, in some way or another. We actually had this recently in our own home. Uh, my son was preparing for a performance of, of preaching for five minutes, and it's, to, it's a regional competition. And the night before, he was preparing for this competition thing. Mm-hmm. He had months to prepare he, for yeah, this. It, it wasn't <laughs> until the night before when he started to prepare. Correct. And he Got goes, Dad, it. what do you think of this? And, and I just listened to him, and, and I, I knew that this was very stressful for him. And the next day, he, he did make some mistakes on doing that in front of everyone and and uh we got to just process that a little bit mm-hmm. and and as we as i listened i said hey son what do you need from me that's and, a great uh, question what uh, do you need from me mm-hmm. and he's just he said so how, how do you think i did dad and i said do you want the encouraging version or do you want one that's very honest and and uh very forthright in what we're talking about and he said just give me the honest one a lot of teenagers want that but they want the invitation yeah. uh, in the middle of that. And so that's when I got to, to share. I said, hey, I think it probably would have been a lot better had you prepared ahead of time. And it's a great learning opportunity for you. And so don't waste that. That's a great opportunity for life down yeah. the road. This, was, this, this didn't go perfectly, and that's fine. Uh, but, man, take that lesson and run with that. That's good. I like the inviting uh, aspects of the conversation because, I mean, it doesn't sound like a really good option. Do you want me to say nice things or harsh things, but you're not delivering harshness. You're just being honest. Mm-hmm. And I would have to agree with you. Uh, kids these days, uh, boy, they just want truth. You know, don't beat around the bush. Can we just be honest here? There's enough going on that's hard for them to process outside of the home. Let it be a safe place where at least they know they got the straight scoop from mom and dad. It, mm-hmm. you package it well and be encouraging. Don't be Mr. Ha- you know, Hammer on... <laughs> <laughs> that's right. On, These are the Give 10 things you could have done better, but... Let them know that you're cheering for them. You're coaching them along the way. Listen, if that's a struggle for you with your teen or even your young adult, uh, give us a call here at Focus on the Family because we do have uh, caring Christian counselors who can help you process. Uh, We can set up an appointment for you to have a conference with them and uh, to get started on the path to some better communication with your kids. Um, You can also ask for a copy of the book by Jim Burns, Understanding Your Teen, which is as you heard today, full of uh, great wisdom and insight about teen behavior and how to be calm as a parent and encouraging. Uh, We're going to send a copy of Jim Burns' book to you as our thank you gift when you join our support team. Make a generous uh, monthly gift or a one-time contribution to Focus on the Family today. All the details are in the episode notes. We'll hear more from Jim Burns next time about how to avoid the lecture. It feels so good, but why it doesn't really work. I'm John Fuller, and on behalf of Danny Huerta and the entire team, thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. 